This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. OK, we are recording. Good. Stop singing uh, Shaka Khan. I love Shaka, Shaka Khan. Shaka. I saw um, um, uh, a degree last night in pantomime. What's her name? Celsius. Sheila Ferguson. Sheila Ferguson. She can wail. Are the other ones dead? I think the other ones are... I may be wrong. I may be about to offend a whole raft of three-degree fans. Prince Charles. Prince Charles. But I think the others are interchangeable, aren't they? They were... Well, there, there were three degrees. She but was then the main the, one. the other two became interchangeable as time went on, yes. Mm. They were good. Mm. When will I see you again? It's a great song. She was very much the Diana Ross of the three, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. Well, they were a British uh, Supremes, weren't mm. they? Um... That's a nice little bit of bounce. Shall we start? That was the start. Mm. Hello. Good whatever time of day it is for you. Welcome to the podcast, which stands for... Perfectly oiled, delicately cut audio See, sensation. Up until Thanks. Perfectly oiled, delicately cut. That sounds like some kind of uh, religious ceremony. Oh, I was going to say it sounds like one of those M&S food porn commercials. OK, well, again... Each to their own. Not just any podcast. Let's get into it. Kath nearly got her leg over this week. What? Don't you remember? Here. Oh, yeah. Good morning, boss. Good morning, madam. What have you got for us? Um, Mrs Boyle said this morning... Yep. ..that um, we should all grow up if we've got items at the front or back of the car. Teddy bears specifically, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got two little... To- well, not teddy bears, two little tigers... Right. ..that sit on the back of my car window. Thanks for proving my point, Dave. Uh, but Real no, no, Excuse me. But, therefore, my little grandchildren, when they get in, that they can cuddle each car at these um, dolls while I'm driving. Mm. Yeah. Do they need to be there permanently? I've got kids and I don't have all the toys in the back. In fact, it's the one no, place I don't want toys. No, it's only two little teddy bears. The, to- uh, two the little car, tigers. Dave, and this is a very serious point. The car is not a playground. It is a death machine. It's not actually. It's a travelling machine, but it could also no. be used for deathly purposes. I do not want playing in my moving vehicle. No. No, they just hold them, they just take them off the back window and hold them, which gives them a little bit of relief. But the thing is, I'd never have them on the front of the car. In fact, it's illegal to have them on the front of the car. You mean strapped to the front, like a bin man? Yeah, yeah. Because the bin lorries like to do that, don't they? They stick their toys on there. Well, yeah, I I see all those, but it's illegal to put them on the front, on the window of a car. Oh. On the dash. Good. Yeah, so that's got that out of the way. Has that sorted? Yeah. Uh, Mrs Boyle, can you apologise, you know? No. No, that's all right then. Love you, bye. Yeah, and you, Kath, bye. Bye then. Bye. See ya. Yeah, see you, Kath. Bye. Nice talking to you, Kath. Love you, Dave. Yeah, and you, Kath. You take care. Yeah, and you. Give that tiger a stroke from me. Yeah, I will do. And I'm going to call it Catherine. The, 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 the tiger. Good. Yeah. OK, Kev. Bye, Dave. Yeah. Might, might, might ring you tomorrow. Is that OK? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, Kev. Bye, Love Dave. you, Kev. Love you too, bye. And Kelly. Bye, Dave. But not, but not, but not him there, you know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah. Why don't, you call you... The, why don't you call the tiger Mrs Boyle? <laughs> no, no. Catherine. Yeah. What? More informal. Yeah, I'll call her Catherine. OK, but why do you call Catherine Mrs Boyle? This morning... He's trying to pwn me. 
Yeah, because um, I was a little bit annoyed when she said I should um, we should all grow up. <laughs> yeah, she's very fertile, Dave. Yeah, really. Mm. Oh, really? So am I. Okay, bye, Catherine. Bye, Dave. Bye, bye. Bye. Well, that was a horrible image. <laughs> You're telling me it was me, innit? <laughs> Remember this name, folks. Frank Pilkington. Pilkington. 2015 is the year of him. Well, it isn't, but this bit is. He is the... Look, he looks like someone, doesn't he? He's a good-looking fella. Who does he look like? He looks like somebody. He's the son's new psychic. Ah, I heard you talking about him. He's the son's new psychic, and he's in the... They're pushing him a lot. He's got really... He looks like someone. I can't think who he looks like. He's got really short fingers. He's, he reminds me of your hands. Really short, dry, gnarled, unattractive fingers. Mm. Kath. And um, anyway, he's our brilliant new astrologer, says uh, the son. And he's got psychic pairs. Yeah. He's got psychic pairs. Yeah. Kath, he's got psychic pairs. And that's based on what? He, he met uh, someone with a locket, you told me. He met someone with a locket once. And he knew what was in the locket, but there was before nothing in the locket in before it was in there. Yeah. Right, well, listen, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delve in. Gemini. Gemma Kells, you used to do the stars after each show. Yeah, I did. Until I complained to the boss and you got told not to. Gemini. This is... Um, this is I used said to, in the stars that I, you were going to do that. I idiot. used to do pretend horoscopes as yeah. a character once upon a time. Oh, and once upon a time, we had one day we had someone ring up to ask me, seriously, ask my advice about a job they were going for. Day two, food and health. Okay, so if you're a Gemini, this is for you. You, you share it with me and Naomi Campbell. You, you prefer light bites, <laughs> intelligent little meals over brutish platefuls. Well, that's wrong. Intelligent little meals? What's that? I am what? seeing my personal trainer tonight and tomorrow. Okay. Salads, okay. nuts, fruit and veg help your mind remain focused. You should avoid high GI foods due to the crashing lows. No more takeaways. Get stuffed, Pilkey. Eating out of boredom can be an issue. That's true, actually. I do eat out of boredom. So does everybody. Shut up, man. Anywhere that allows for plenty of chat between courses, like sushi or tapas, cater well to your temperament. I I like sushi bars. Oh, this man knows you. I like tapas, but I'm not Gemini. What does that mean? Sometimes your nervous energy would benefit from a more structured exercise regime. I'm seeing Edie tonight and tomorrow. I'd give Mm. you tapas. Even a long walk would do. Do something that lets your brain connect with everything going on around you. Fresh air is a must. You need eat and you need air to regenerate more than most signs. That's true. It's really boring. You're going to need it as you'll be busy in most major areas. Do you think we could do travel early? It's all in the planning. Just get Lee, if you just go to news now. Sorry? Hmm? You'll call me Ian. I was talking to Lee the newsreader. Who? Newsreader Lee? No. The guy who had a nosebleed once on during the news. And you didn't know because he's that much of a professional. So wow, professional. you see? That's hardcore. So professional. So professional. So professional. He's so professional. He's so professional. He's so professional. So professional. So professional. But he didn't see that coming. I don't like those jokes. I know, but that's the joke you no. do. No. That's the joke. No, I don't I hate those jokes. When you get you, you, you talk about psychics. And uh, uh, if they're, like, late for... Oh, I didn't see that coming. Oh, what are the lottery numbers? Oh, I didn't see that coming. Unforeseen circumstances. Yeah, because that's not how it works. It don't work anyway, but it, that's not how it works. I don't worry. Really, really annoys me, Kelly. You must be tired. Didn't see that coming. 
Kelly, didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, well, you should have. It happens every week. Join me in a brand new series of what I like to call Radio Nonsense. Here's episode one. Ah. So, here's the thing, right? Sorry? Hmm? I bashed my finger uh, yesterday. Do you know what noise I meant? I made. Hang on. I bashed my finger yesterday. Do you know what noise I made? What noise do you make? Ah. Sounds like you bash more than your finger. I did a bash. I, then I dropped the hammer on my toe and I went. Ah. It was awful. It's a really, really awful, unpleasant situation to be in. Never mind. Kels, you look nice. Do I? Ah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Kath. Hello, studio. Um, yeah, I know, I'm talking to you. She's pretending to answer the phone, no-one's mm. actually rang. Good, it's, it's good, because, you know what, um, I saw Kath this morning, and mm. she's got a bit of a beard growing. And do you know what I thought when I saw her? What? Ah. It's really it's upsetting. silent phone call. Yeah, you right, Kath? Yeah, silent phone calls, this time of the morning. That's, outra- that's outrageous behaviour, isn't it? Mm. Just trying to think if I can do any more of these jokes. No, I can't. Ah. So I stop. Well, that was episode one of new series of Radio Nonsense. Who knows what will happen next? Will there be some drama? Pilkington. You didn't see that one coming. Will there be some sort of cliffhanger? I wonder if there's anybody called Cliffhanger. I'm <laughs> Find out in the next episode, which is now! Three, no, hang on, what's the phone number in this place? Oh, 08459. Thank you. Plum. Excuse me? I thought I heard an insult off microphone from, from one of you. Mm? Excuse me? Massive okay. diff. What? Mm. I can. You know my hearing isn't up to scratch. Jeez. So, Phil Neville. You heard the latest from Phil Neville, whose dad is Neville Neville? Mm-hmm. Neville Neville. Neville. I'm trying to sing Rebel Rebel, but I don't know the tune. Which that was makes... it, wasn't it? Sorry? That was it, wasn't it? I'm doing guitar and uh, drums. Clever. Badly. Thank you. I don't think I'm doing the right song, actually. No. Anyway. Can't touch this by McCammer. Uh, is that. What's. No. There I'm doing keyboards and drums, but they're all kind of the same thing. No, I'm doing... What song's that? Is that Rebel Rebel? Yeah, it sounds But then how do the words go? Rebel Rebel. No, with the tune, Catherine. That's what I meant. I know how the words go. They go Rebel Rebel. With the tune. Over to you. No. Kels? No. What's the point? In, I'm sure you're going somewhere. Anyway, this. about um, Neville. Yeah. Rebel, Son. Rebel. What, what about him? Can't make a coffee. Well, he can now. Oh. He was asked to make a coffee, and he went. Oh. I don't know how to do it. Well, we haven't got time now because you, you two have been messing around so much. That was episode two of the critically acclaimed series of Radio Nonsense. Get the tissues out, guys. Oh. Oh, I now bring you the final episode of the award-winning Radio Nonsense.
to say, boss? Well, I wanted to propose to Kelly. Oh, blimey, here we go. Go on then, fella. Well, she says that she wouldn't mind taking the man up to 57. Well, I've, I've got another 10 years on that. I'm 67. Ooh, <sighs> even but, spicier. Yeah, but my benefits are I act like a five-year-old. Well, what, uh, you, what, you do you do poo in your pants? Often. <laughs> Blimey. Kels, he, sound, he sounds good, doesn't he, Kelly? He sounds like a keeper. The poo in the pants has sold it to me. Has he really? What else so, have you got? Come on, Tony, what makes you so special, Mr Lover Lover? Ooh. Well, I, I've got all these old radios that she can play with. Oh. Yeah, she likes fiddling with knobs. Yes, I was going to say that. You took it out of my mouth. No, oh, I'm, I'm glad. But don't put it in your mouth. Stop. And I had the most unusual collection of weird records, as you know. Oh, well, give, 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 give us some examples of some of your weird records. Well, there's one that I want to challenge you on. Oh. You keep playing the, uh, the Littlest Hobo in town. How about this one? Freedom is a Love me, love my dog. And who's that by, Tony? Peter Shelley. And what, Pete Shelley from the Buzzcocks? But the the words in it is that he can't fall in love with you unless you love his dog. And if you don't love well, his dog, then he's going to go on his way. So you've got to love me, co- love my. Ladies dog. and gentlemen, we 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 talk, we're going to do a thing phoning now. But love songs about dogs. Of course, the best love song about a dog, Tony, is "I Love My Dog" by Cat Stevens. Do you really? I love my dog as much as I love you. I don't remember the rest of it. Um, oh. Yeah. Sorry? I think it's a very foolish thing to think, because that dog's going to last, what, five, ten more years? Yeah. Then you'll be on your tod. Yeah, exactly. Back to Kelly. Back to Kelly. Oh, sorry. I haven't got long to live, so she's got a nice little sum of money coming. How much money have you got, Tone? I'm very protective of Kelly. About eight quid at the moment. We'll, we'll say bye-bye. Thank oh, you very much dear. indeed. You, don't, you, you can do better than that, Kels. Thanks. You can do better Thanks, than man. that. You can get at least a tenner. Uh, love songs about dogs. Oh, I'm happy to do that. 08459 Old Chep. Elvis Presley. Oh. That's the worst song in the world. It's not even a song, it's just like a man talking. Was there one called Old Yeller? Yeah, there was one called Old Yeller. Um, and I think we've probably covered it, unless you can think of any more. 81333, start your text, 3CR. Um. Nope, that's it. <laughs> that's a rubbish monkey sound. I could do a much better one. Well, no, I can do a better Go one on. than that. Do it then. <clears throat> I bet I'll beat you. <laughs> Rubbish. Go on then. <laughs> well, yours is a chimpanzee, mate, and as we know, that's not a monkey. Mine was an orangutan. Why were you doing that? Have you listened to any of the conversation we've had this morning? No. Shall I do my monkey? Yeah, sure. Daydream believer. Oh. Mm. Here's funny travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there were some problems earlier on, but just between Junction 27 for the M11 and 28 for the Brook Street roundabout, there was a horse in the road, but that's <laughs> clear. Oh, what? Was, yeah. Say that again! That is nuts! <laughs> there, was, there was a horse in the road. Oh, so you are joking! How did yeah. it get there? I really don't that know. That is nuts! Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Yeah. Say, Sammy, say to Kelly what you just said to me. On the M25 uh, clockwise, there was a horse in the road. It's not there anymore, but it is still on the anti-clockwise side. So Where is it it's still closed. It's on the anti-clockwise. Um, Kath, 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 Sammy, so, I'm so sorry, my dad. Kath, 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 Kath. Sammy, say to Kath what you just said to me. This is the nuts. 
Uh, on the M25, there, there was a horse on the road. A horse on the road! Between the roundabout and 27 to the M11. Along. So the anti-clockwise <laughs> side is still closed towards Harbourshire, but oh, it's um, yeah. the other way. The clockwise side should've, is open because... Should have warned us, Sammy, that, that there was a sad the twist to that The horse has gone on the tail. other side, has it? Um, it's on the anti-clockwise side, not the clockwise Who's side. Who's riding the horse? And um, I think he's just running around. Okay, so it's not it's not it's not a highwayman or anything. Stand and deliver. It's not a robber, is it? Has anyone um, tried I, to Well, call I just it? got a bit of an update. It's open. Oh, it's open both ways again now. I'll make your mind up, Sammy. Blimey, that was funny travel, or as I like to call a travel bulletin, because I was bullying Tim. I was that's, bullying her. Yeah. A oh. travel bulletin. Oh. Yeah, that's better than. Um, that's good. That's better that's than good. your one. That's good. Catherine, what's your, what's your problem there? Pilkington. Didn't see that coming. <sighs> what? Just a bit... Um... Nasty? Yeah. Cruel? Yeah. Get used to it. You're lucky the heat's been taken off you, baby, and that Sammy's getting... Do you want the heat back on you? Because I will, I will heat you up like a ready meal. <laughs> that was quite good. Yeah, you'll have to prick me first. What? You said it. I know. She wants it. I don't. Coming up later. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Coming up later. And we could just end it here, because honestly, we're never going to beat that. Coming up later, a 93-year-old woman threatens to kick me in the balls. But first, we celebrate Dave D, Dozy Beaky, Mick, Dick, Titch and Bum Bum. It's been 49 years since Dave met D and Dozy had a wee. Hey, good morning, boss. This is absolutely fantastic. Fair play to you. You're really impressing me this morning. Thank you, boss. Here we go. Here we go. Big finish. This is the th- I'm sure this was the soundtrack to all weddings I went to in the 70s. If they keep bending it and stretching it, it's going to fall off. <laughs> well done, yes. Uh, Dave D, Dozy Bick and Mick and Titch. It's exactly 47 years uh, to this very day that the original uh, Beaky left and was replaced by Beaky number two. A total of three Beakies, a total of three Mitches. Of course, there was only one Dave D. Yeah, absolutely true. Of course, a real person and a real name. The yeah. only person to carry his, his real name from the group. Now, boss, what I've done for you this morning... Yes, yes. Um, You've got my juices flowing today hey. uh, with, with all this Dave D music. I put together a little JD package oh, for you. You are good. On the history of Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch. Just press play. Originally called Dave D and the Bostons, they used their nicknames to stand out and it worked. The boys first hit the UK charts in December 1965. You make it move, providing the warm-up for stormers such as Hold Tight, Bend It and OK. They were fashion icons, decked out in camp costumes they designed themselves. Between 1965 and 1969, they spent more weeks on the UK charts than the Beatles. True. In 1968, after a few near misses, they got their deserved number one, containing a hot-sounding whip. Yeah, The Legend of Xanadu, one of my personal karaoke favourites. And one piece of pop history which always sends a chill. Dave D was a policeman before he joined the band full-time. 
He was at the scene of Eddie Cochran's car crash where he salvaged his guitar. He looked after it before sending it back to Cochran's family in America. Respect to you, DDD BMT legends. This week, I said... No, I didn't say this! What did you say? You're as bad as those idiots on Twitter. No, I was just doing it. What it says... Yeah. What it says here is, this week I said some boxers could be seen as being thick. No. Didn't say that. What did you say? I don't remember, and I was really struggling to remember yesterday. I remember. He said that was the prejudice. Yeah, thank you. That's what I meant. (laughs) Anyway, Adam the Boxer called up to defend boxers and say that they were intelligent, calm, rational, well-measured people. And not aggressive at all. Like, at all. I'm a bit bit confused with your comments you made earlier, if I'm honest. Don't be confused, Adam. Let's try and clarify them. Go on. Well, why don't you justify them? I don't know what you're referring to. That boxers are thick and that they're thugs. Okay, not what I said. Well, it's what you meant, I think. No, no. Are you a boxer? Yeah, I am. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Uh, no, it's not what I said. Thank you. Okay, if you want to just that's that's the uh, the general gist of what what I felt like you were trying to say. Of course, it was right. I'll tell you what I said. I said, I know that this was prejudiced, uh, but my knee-jerk thought when I think of boxes is, I think they are thick. Didn't say they were thick. No, but why? On, Adam, why do you believe this? You're kind of, you're kind of um, um, uh, helping me along that line of thought. Uh, I didn't say they were thick. I said that that's what I, be- that's what I think. That's my first thought when I think of boxes. Yeah, why, why do you believe that? It's a prejudice. It doesn't necessarily have to come from, a, from, a, uh, from any point other than that's what I think. I just think that's a really shallow, narrow-minded comment, really, if I'm honest. It's, well, it's a, it's a prejudice, Adam. They often are. I just, yeah, but just, you've, got no, you've got no reason to justify That's what I'm saying. Can you not justify your reason? No, no it's, it's a prejudice, Adam. It comes, it comes from, from nothing, then it's just a prejudice. You, uh, you're, a boxer. A... you're a boxer. You're a boxer. Prove to me you're not thick. Because, I'll be honest, it's not been a cracking start. Well, for one, I've got a degree. Does Second, it... I'm doing my PGC, my teacher training, so I'm pretty sure that means I've got some level of intelligence behind me. And are you going to... What, what age kids are you hoping to teach? Yeah, college students. Right. And are, are you going to take that, that, that level of aggression into the classroom, do you think? <laughs> what, what, what level of aggression is that? The, the one that you've, you've um, been maintaining throughout this phone conversation. I wouldn't say there's been um, any aggression, really. I'm just quite Gosh. confused how you can... Yeah, just quite confused how you can label sports no. like this. I mean, it's just ludicrous. Well, first of all, Adam, I, I think most people would, would disagree that you, you have got a level of aggression, and if, and if you're unaware of that, that could be <laughs> problematic. Also got a sarcastic yeah. laugh. And also, I, I really hope that when you're in the classroom teaching those young people, that you listen to them. Because you, you've, you've not listened to anything I've just said. No, I am listening to you, Ian. But you're not making any sense. You, you just, you, you, you've not justified what you've said. No, you just come out of a ludicrous statement okay. that you're not backing up, and you know yeah. it doesn't make any sense. I mean, to say that boxers are thick and didn't say that, Adam. Didn't say that, mate. I mean, if you look at Matthew Macklin, he boxed for, he's boxed for a world title and he's got okay. a law degree. Okay. There's plenty of boxers who have got degrees. I mean, to say that is ludicrous. What's your, what's your degree in, Adam? Uniform public services. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's related to, like, the police, prison service, the army, so any public services and degrees in that. But so what, what, what is your degree actually in? Uniform public services. 
So what? G- give me some of the the, the things. You, I don't know. I, uh, give me some of the things you had to study for that. I, I don't see what that's, why that's relevant to this phone call. Well, because a degree doesn't really. A degree is not a, a measurement of intelligence. Well, a degree, the degree isn't. It? I've gone to university for three years. I've studied hard and I've gained Mate, a degree. I've got a degree. Surely, if I was, Mate, surely if I was thick, I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, no, I think I think many people do. Mate, I did a degree. I've got. But they two- don't, do they? Adam, you have to, you have, to have some form of intelligence. There's that aggression again. You get a degree. Oh, you it's not aggression. Well, it is a little bit. It's a little bit rude. No, it's not. Why, why is it aggression? Because I'm answering your question. Well, you're not letting me speak now, Adam. So, uh, no, you don't need intelligence <laughs> to get a degree. You do need intelligence. Well, Adam, you don't. Of course I, you do. That's a ludicrous hello? statement. Again, I can, that's I can a ludicrous qualify statement. It. I can qualify it, Adam. If you'd like me to qualify it, I can, or... No, you can keep going. I'll, I'll listen to your question, what you've got to say. It's a statement that's coming now. Um, uh, I've got a degree. I've got a two-one in performing art. In performing arts, mate. Any idiot could have got that, and any idiot did get it. I got it. Loads of thick people got it. You don't need to do intelligent to get a degree. And uniform public services. I don't even know what that is. Well, maybe maybe it's radio presenters that are thick then, and not yeah, boxers. Do you know what quite, I mean? Because most quite... people understand that. I don't think they do, Adam. Explain it to me. Explain what uniform public... So you, you did a degree reading I mean, about the police and the army? Sadly not. No, I didn't just read about the police and the well, army. What did you do then, Adam? Well, I taught a dissertation, you know, your standard... So you wrote... standard degree you, format. You read and you wrote, you wrote about the police? No, I actually wrote about, uh, the young offen- about young offenders. But I don't understand what you... I, I'm going to try again, Adam. I don't... So you read and you wrote, but I, I don't know what. Uniform public services... I've explained what uniform public service is. I, the police I just and the you're army. Going, but I don't understand. I didn't what say the police go- and the army. You, I said public services can be the police, the prison service, the right. army, so you did the ambulance, the, the fire did, service. Okay, Adam. Listen, I'm going to let you go, mate. Thanks for your call. Ah, uh, Ian. Bye, bye. There's that aggression again, Adam. Don't take it to the classroom. Don't. He wants to be a teacher. Here's Joan. She wants to kick me in the balls. Good morning to you. Joan, what would you like to say? You're not going to have a go at me, are you? Go at you? No, Excellent. Not. What would you like what to say, I my dear? What I say is, it's much better for people to take out their aggression and having been a Samaritan for many, many years where it's suitable rather than possibly on their female partners or their children. What's, do we, do most of us feel... I guess the problem is with some of these people. And listen, can I just say, Joan? Uh, I, I, well, I've never. I don't think I've. Well, uh, do you know what I possibly have actually abused people inappropriately? I used to have a terrible temper on me. Terrible temper, and it still pops up from time to time. But, but it's isn't that a matter of birth. Some people are born with tempers they find difficult to control. Well, nature, nurture, and as I get older, I'm certainly much better at controlling it. Not perfect, but I, I, I'm getting there. It's a journey. But what well, do you suggest? This is perfect. Well, exactly. I mean, I'm quite the opposite way. I'm not nearly aggressive enough. You, you well, know, I find it very difficult to there, intervene. There are some... I was on a tube train, and I saw two men fighting, or... It, it's a moral duty. Doesn't matter who you are. Hey, there's, there, now, there's, there's a good argument. Is it your moral duty? <laughs> Supposing you... But, Joan, you, you sound of an age, and if you saw two big burly... I'm, I'm 93. Are you, are you really? Well, yeah. you don't You don't sound that old. You don't sound a day over 90. <laughs> um, I don't allow myself. Good, but if, if you, as I'm a 93-year-old woman... Well, well, oh. just, uh, just tell me something. Yes, Joan. 
What's his age to do with it? Well, the, the, there is a physical impairment, isn't there, with age? No. Yes? No. Yes? No. Yes. Why? Because at 93, yeah. uh, it would be harder for you, I'm imagining, although I'm... <laughs> who knows, for you... I could take a punch better than you could. No, you couldn't. I bet I could. I bet you couldn't. Sounds like a challenge. I, I, I kick you in the balls. Wow! I don't have any balls to be kicked. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you realise you are dealing with a rather feisty woman. I, I wasn't I wasn't threatening you with a punch, Joan, and if it came across that way, man, I'm backing down immediately. And well, I'll tell you what, instead I'd give you a hug. That well, Joan and I will give you a big wet sloppy kiss. <laughs> I don't want to stop you, one. Is this, this is the first time we've spoken, isn't it, Joan? I think so. What, what's taking you so long to call in? Well, I, I, I was listening to this conversation, and I thought if anybody couldn't cope with this individual who obviously, as I said, was a Samaritan for many years, he needs help. Yeah. He needs somebody to help him sort out his problems. Joan, I'm sh- you're, I'm on a tube with Catherine, OK? Yeah. You're there, yeah. and I'm shout. Catherine, your hair makes you look like Elliot from E.T. You've got the eyes of a dead fish. You are one hell of an awful woman. What would you do, Joan? Well, I think I'd go up to the man and say, you haven't met very, very many awful women. <laughs> Because you're an awful man yourself. Oh, st- keep out of it, you old Joan, woman. would you hold my coat while I kick him in the balls? Right, can we just leave my balls out of this, please? <laughs> Joan, thank you very much. What's wrong with holding hands in public? Not a lot, I don't think. But, well, we had a, a guest on who'd suffered uh, some horrible homophobic abuse and then he told us some of the other things that happened to him. Have a listen to Nick. I was a little bit terrified, but I'm being a gay guy, I'm sort of used to this. I'm kind mm. of happening with... Um, you know, around London and other places. I'm not used to it on the tube, but, it, you know, it happens. Are you um, used to it? Because I, I, I go to London a lot, and I always yeah. thought that London was kind of, you know, was very metropolitan, and well, it's literally metropolitan, but also, you know, very open to, to all different uh, uh, lifestyles. Are you, do you get a lot of this in London, then? Um, it's, uh, fairly. I think it's uh, when I'm holding hands with another guy, if I'm kissing another guy, yes, um, I do get a lot of it. Um, if, if I'm doing those kind of things, um, not necessarily if I'm on my own. No. So if you're walking down anything. the street holding your boyfriend's hand, what yeah. ki- again, obviously, you probably can't use the exact language, what kind of yeah. things do people say to you? Uh, dirty bye boys, um, things like that. You know, you t- uh, look at these two, look at those gays over there. It's, you know, it's, it's, it happens more when I'm with another person or with another guy holding hands. Well, we were uh, so um, uh, shocked by uh, uh, Nick's story. Catherine, you suggested uh, that Justin and I should go out onto the streets of Luton holding hands. Justin, a little bit reluctant to do it. He would rather go and batter me in the ring. He yeah. said he wanted to go boxing. I said, no, I'm not going to go boxing, for goodness sakes. But I did get to hold his um, big, manly, sweaty hand. For a full 12 minutes. Yes, and this is what happened. We kind of walked about what? Three or four minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we, we've had looks. We've definitely had looks, haven't we? We've had yeah. looks, and I saw uh, a dad usher a child away from us. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, there was a dad walking with his kid, and he kind of made... He clopped the hands, clopped us, and... Come on, love, come with me. Really? I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, and there was another person just Maybe up there. Um, but they also said, oh, look, they're holding hands. I could hear them. Yeah. I could hear them say they're holding hands. I definitely heard that. <laughs> Guys, can we ask you a ten-second question? That's all it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. we were holding hands walking down the road, yeah. just, and I think yeah, it was yourself, sir, and yeah. you said, you said, uh, 
Okay, I, I, I just want to know why is that? Because I don't agree. We ain't got time to fact. go into that right now. <laughs> just give us 10 seconds well, of your time, sir. So what? You. No, no, that's... You insulted your own opinion, but why did you say her? Because I thought it was disgusting. Why did you think it was disgusting? Because it's disgusting. That's a good question. Because he doesn't agree, obviously, with homosexuality. He's got a stigma, he's a teenage boy. You know what I mean? Do you agree with it? You saw us walking on a road as well. I'm not against it, but I don't like it in my face, to be honest. It does make me feel a little bit embarrassed if you two were to embrace in a kiss. I would feel a little bit awkward, but that's about as far as it would go. I'm not like, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, I've never had anything to do with you because you're gay. You know what I mean? I'm not narrow minded in that way. We were just holding okay. hands. How did that make you feel as, as you walked past us? No, I was just like, oh, look at them two guys holding hands. Because, especially in Luton as well, you don't see that. Yeah. You wouldn't see well, that. You weren't so keen, you, you thought it was disgusting. <laughs> Why are you saying that? You've actually, you've actually got your hands down your trousers right now. I'd, I'd say that was more disgusting, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's up to you. That's up to you. Would you hold my hand now? No. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't particularly after it's been down there. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I would not hold but your hand. Why, what, what's wrong with just two people just showing that they love each other? I just think it's wrong. For two men, yeah. I think it's disgusting, in my opinion. If you want to see a visual representation of that, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. And while you're at it, why not follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee. Catherine wasn't in on Friday, and you know the saying, when the cat's away, the mice will be running all over the shop. Yay! I was a mouse, Kelly was a mouse, and the shop was our radio show. And boy, we ran all over it with it. And this is the mayhem... That ensued. BBC Three Counties Radio. Na 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 your turn, Matt. Na 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 na. Send it back. Send it back. Na 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 na. Back to you, Lockwood. Na time. Na 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 Send it to Kelly. Send it to Kelly. Na 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 Over to you, Ian. Oh, na 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 Back to Lockwood. Na 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 Back to the teacup. I'll be honest, mate. I'll be honest, mate. You kind of killed it, really. Ruined it, really. We're trying to have a bit of spontaneity. We're trying to pick it. You've been picking it all morning. Bonus. Bonus. Bonus material. Bonus material. We record the links on uh, Thursday for the podcast, but today is a Friday because we've what? got bonus, bonus material. What we got? Kelly's here. Hiya. Kath's here. Hello. And I'm here. My name's Ian Lee. The new thing we're doing on Friday, OK, is between half seven and eight o'clock, a little bit earlier than half seven, uh, we're doing a thing that I'm calling Open Door Policy. Woo! <laughs> I came up with that. And so it, exciting. Thank OVP. you. OVP. What? ODP. Did you say OVP? ODP. I've got a bit of ODP. Oh, dear. Anyway, open door policy. So on a Friday, you can turn up just before half past seven, but between half seven and eight o'clock, the doors are open. Uh, You come in, you press the buzzer, you'll be escorted in, you come and sit in the studio with me uh, and Catherine and you chat. You don't need a skill. You don't need a talent. You don't need anything. People people said, oh, I'd love to come, but I've got the kids. Bring the kids. Mm -hmm. Bring your grandparents. If you just want to come and see what a radio show looks like uh, being done, come in and sit with us. The only thing is you have to uh, be prepared to have a chat with us. 
Simple as. Someone uh, messaged me the other day, trying to be arch and clever, saying, ah, well, you want us to answer questions, but will you answer questions, Ian? Ugh. Yeah, I- I'll answer some. Yeah. There are some that I won't, but we'll have a chat. It's a chat. And that's it. Well, we did the first one uh, Friday the 9th of January 2015. And uh, it was it was cutting it close, wasn't it? Mm. I didn't think it anyone was going to turn up. And no. then you buzzed through to me, Kelly, and what did you say? Uh, so, Mr T's at the door. And I thought she was being an idiot. And then this happened. Quit your jibber-jabber, you crazy fool. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> Man alive. You, are, you look like Mr T. Well, yeah, it's a surreal situation, but I am the world's premier Mr T lookalike. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. In the world. In the world, yeah. Uh, we're gonna, we, we, we will, uh, we've got some pictures of you. Can we, can we put them on Twitter? Oh, please, and stuff? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Are you on Twitter at all? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Anything, uh, Mr T lookalike. I'm on every social network. Okay. All one word, Mr T lookalike. Mr T, okay. Well, we'll include your, your address in the tweet. We'll, we'll tweet a picture. You look flipping amazing. <laughs> you look, uh, you've got the full Mr T. A, you're, you're a big muscular fella. Uh, you've got the Mohican. You've got the gold. And uh, you've got to get some nuts. <laughs> and you've got some nice uh, dungarees on. Oh, yeah. I love my dungarees. How long, how long have you been a Mr. T lookalike? Oh, it's a weird story. Uh, in the UK, you guys really like to dress up. And uh, <laughs> I was working at Ragdoll. You know, the guys made Teletubbies and everything, because I'm a visual effects supervisor anyway. Um, editing away in our runner. It's her last day. She goes, can you please come to my birthday party? It's an 80s theme party. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, I'm going to buy you a gift, but what's this 80s thing about? Yeah. And she explained, we dress up and everything else. It was my first party here in the UK. Uh, so I started to grow my hair. And everybody thought, Johnny, you're looking a bit ratty after two months. Yeah. Um, but I'm so into things. I'm really competitive. That day, shaved my head, got dressed up as Mr. T, went to the party, and blew everybody away. Everybody loved me. And... Uh, the barman kept taking pictures of me, and I thought, this guy's a bit creepy, how many pictures he's taken. Yeah. But I got my details, and the next day he sent me all the photos, and he said, please look into being a lookalike. And it was a Sunday. On an off chance, I was in bed, had my laptop. I just sent out all the photos to three of the biggest companies out there, I thought, just Googled it. And I said, all right, this guy kept taking pictures. This is weird. And I was working that Monday yeah. and the Tuesday, and... Uh, from then on, then it's a bit weird. It's like somebody is saying you look like someone, Ian, and pulling you away from your desk. Yeah, and it's been surreal ever since. So you've, uh, when someone books you as a lookalike to turn up, at, I guess you do like parties and weddings and things. Yeah, you get booked for anything. What What do they expect you to do? Do you Do you have to go around doing the, you know, making tanks out of um, cabbages and things <laughs> and shout and quit your jibber jabber fool? Well, yeah, you know, everybody uh, tells me a catchphrase, and I don't get sick of it. I love it. It's just a real situation. But the latest thing that I do is I had a custom made tea trolley mate. It looks like a little A team van. So yeah, I go into companies, good, some very big drinks companies, and uh, it was quite funny. One of the big ones in London, uh, they booked me as a surprise. And I was going down the hallways, all their hallways are made of glass. And I could see this meeting going on, and these guys were yelling at each other, really going at it. And I casually <laughs> strolled by with my little A-team D trolley, and everybody stopped. They were the angriest bunch of people, red-faced and everything, and they all stopped and started laughing. Pulled into the room, gave them all their drinks, and uh, just gave them the little tea break they needed. But uh, that's my latest thing. But usually I go to parties, 80s theme parties, make people happy, drive uh, grooms to their weddings. In the <laughs> <van>. <laughs> Have you got an 18 van? Uh, I didn't make the investment, but I know seven of the best in the country, yeah. and I'd use them all the time. So, and yeah. 
Flipping heck. And you drive uh, fellows to their wedding. Mr T pulls up in the 18 van and they jump out. Yeah, they love it. Can you do a backhand of saying pictures off Facebook? You've just done it. Pictures are on Facebook, BBC 3CR. BBC, uh, that's not the, yeah, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Put Facebook first. All one word. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR if you want to see uh, pictures of me and Mr T or uh, Matt Lockwood or Kelly Betts being lifted up by Mm. Mr T. You enjoyed that, didn't you? That was a very nice experience. You look like... um um, uh, you like Rodney? No, you look like <laughs> Emu, and he looked like uh, Rod Hull. His forearms were massive, yeah, the big. size of my thighs. In fact, bigger than my thighs. You're obsessed with touching your groin when you say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. You missed that, Cass. Did you get sacked? Yes. Okay. And we won't be back on BBC Three Counties Radio uh, anymore. And I'm sorry about that, Kelly. That's um, that's bad. But you can come and uh, work for me. A WM. No, I got sacked from there as well as oh. a direct result of that. Talksport? No, I've got sacked from, from there. as. Uh, the... to hear you back on Talksport. No. You could come and work for me as um, my butler. OK. Serve me a sandwich. OK. Go on, then. I will. Now. What else would you like with it? Cup of tea. What do you want in your sandwich? Cheese and mayo. And how would you like it? Just give me the bloody sandwich! <laughs> You're fired! Well, that didn't last long, did it? I wish yeah. you the very best of luck. I Thank couldn't have afforded to pay you anyway. I'm out of work. Oh. See, Catherine, see what you've done? You've broken Cat. my dreams and you've broken her dreams. All because I went and had children. Selfish. Oh. Hey, before you go, yeah. can I prick you? What? Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 